Bye. Thanks for coming. Hey girl. Thanks for coming. Oh, well, hello and thanks for coming, UK. Fancy a slice. <laughs> My name is Seth. <laughs> What's yours? Hi, it's Jamal. Hi, it's Stony. Hey, everybody. Welcome back, back, back again to another brand new podcast all about RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. And we are going to discuss this most recent episode with uh, quite a controversial elimination. Yeah. Um, there is a walkout staged. Yeah. Yes. I have a lot like- of theories. There's some fan theories about this. So... Stay tuned to the end of the show because we'll be discussing them. Ooh, I'm into the fan theories because I had my own like my own like fan fiction in my Ew. head. So, well, that sounds like <laughs> a um, podcast for like TFC After Dark, like Ooh. what you and Jenny you want to do with Jenny. Like maybe you can just do a different like adult themed episode, <laughs> an adult themed punk episode. Yeah, <laughs> girl. But yeah, so. How is everybody doing this week? Is everyone doing well? I cannot complain. Everything's well on my end. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's good. I mean, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> but how's your head? Uh, my head is good, hon. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing with um, Stoney's hair earlier because it just sticks up sometimes. And I was yeah. like, oh, look, it's Joey J." Uh oh, Joey J. I'm gay. To be fair, Sony does look like a gay ass bitch. So, <laughs> my name's Joey J. And I'm a gay ass bitch. <laughs> Work, own it. Yeah, girl. Work that shit. How about you? Damn, I don't have much updates myself. Um, yeah, I guess it's been another week. Um, I'm alive. I haven't gotten COVID yet. <laughs> haven't got that. Uh that uk strain that's uh for you know this the uk podcast only though nobody else will understand yeah the mutations and shit are out here doing backflips yes girl but yeah everything's doing well everything's fine i think we should probably just go ahead and get into this episode because i feel like we have a lot to talk about this week yeah some tits and tats and tidbits and diddles and ditties yeah in other words that rhyme too yeah all the rhyming words really all right well let's go ahead and get into our honesty spill of the week brb hey everybody welcome back to our honesty spill of the week we are of course back 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 again to cover all the happenings in the latest episode of RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 2. Girl, we got some tea to get into this week. Lots happening. Um, seeing a few of the cast members in different ways and a positive, more positive way. You know, we're seeing the more human side of some of the queens. I liked it. I liked it. Lots of drama, like, for sure. Probably the most dramatic episode since... Can I don't know. Use is untucked. <laughs> yeah, like a week ago. <laughs> I was gonna say like a door Delano or something. I don't know, but no, that's probably appropriate. Well, there's one person I got a little sour on, but we'll get to them later. Ooh, you mean sweet or sour girl? <laughs> sour Patch Kids. That's right. Well, let's go ahead and start at the top of the episode. Of course, Astina Mandela has sashayed away. And I already miss ya. Bye, queen. Yeah, we um, got rid of her instead of sister, sister. How sad. Another, <laughs> we made it another week without getting rid of sister, sister. Rude. <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Fatality. Yeah, we were so close this week, but not quite there. <laughs> so the girls walk into the workroom after the elimination and Ginny's got her boobs hanging out. You know, she's airing them out after that lip sync. She needed an extra breath. You know, she just had to let it breathe after that runway. Yeah, I get it. I do the same thing with my boobs sometimes, too. <laughs> <laughs> so then Lawrence starts making jokes about Asina going home and Ginny Lemon is just like not having it. <laughs> she is not buying tickets to the Lawrence show, queen. Can you yeah, let somebody is... else talk? <laughs> this was very awkward for me to watch. I don't know. It was like, it was one of those awkward moments where it was like, 
you were like half joking, but not really. So then it was like, okay, I'm going to cut you bitch now, but we're still <laughs> laughing about it for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> like I had, I did have mixed feelings about it. Cause I like Lawrence, but at the same time I'm like, yeah, Jenny, you could tell her or whatever. So it was like very confusing for me internally. <laughs> you have this whole tug of war situation going on. Yeah, definitely. And then of course, like, uh, they go back to Tia <laughs> and she's like, what did you have to say, Lawrence? <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, the queens can feel that energy too. So it's funny to read like the kind of um, reactions from the crowd when all of that kind of stuff's happening from the peanut gallery, you know? Yeah. I mean, we were talking about some sexual tension last week or the week before <laughs> but i feel like we have a little bit of tension here between lawrence and jenny you know with the comedy queens Ooh, maybe that's it yeah there is just a little bit it's like it's that awkward tension <laughs> yeah because they're always like you ripped off chocolate candy and then the other person's like you're ripping off my jokes <laughs> <laughs> there's only so many jokes to go around it seems yeah so then, as Tia is removing the mirror message, Ahura says that she knows how to, she's going to remove Tia's message now. And I just think that that look that Tia gives Ahura deserves an award. <laughs> yeah, that's that. <laughs> Bitch, don't make me come across this room. <laughs> yeah, she was yeah. like shooting daggers from her eyes right at Ahura. <laughs> Ohara be playing with fire. You know, we saw a different and softer side of Ohara this epi- this episode, but man, does she be com- she be asking for it sometimes. I know. Sometimes you just want to be like fuck off, Ohara. <laughs> like it's Girl. it's not even like mean, but it's just like you're dumb. Like or like this is boring. This is like over, you know, sort of situation. It's just like you roll your eyes and you're just like that's just who Ohara is. Yeah, yeah, once you learn them, especially once you learn them. Yeah. So then the next day in the workroom, Tace is asked how she's feeling uh, after her sister went home. And she says that Astina deserved to stay more and the Baroness basic Tia should have gone. Oh my gosh. Tace was like going in on her good Judy Tia. Yeah. I was just like, girl, what are you doing? I know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's just like the emotion of it all, I guess, the competition. And some of the girls, of course, it is a competition show and creatives, especially in this kind of scenario, are going to be a little... The competitive just takes its own different level every day. Like there's, It's a roller coaster, this whole thing. So they're just like, oh, I love you, but you should have gone home because here's why. <laughs> and I, da, 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 I was like, oh my gosh, like she's reading a full report here. Like, <laughs> all right, Tia, keep, keep fighting. <laughs> and I was like on Tia's page. Cause I was just like, and cause Tia's is still here and Estina's right. not. So the Queens always want to battle the judges. <laughs> What's Tia supposed to say? Even I would just say, okay. All right, girl. Well, I'm still here. I mean, that's what she said. Basically. <laughs> yeah well i'm still here and estina's not so absolutely (laughs) but then veronica does stand up for tia and lets taste have it i'd like it when veronica stands up when she's like no that's not really how it's going like tia was doing a good job whatever Mm -hmm. i like that too from veronica i love that veronica does not care (laughs) about what anybody like she's never going to go with the flow she's just going to say like how she really sees it and i really admire that from her yeah sometimes it's what really happened and sometimes it's what happens on veronica's drag race very (laughs) boring (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so then rue comes into the work room and uh we get a hello governor so that's back Sweet. <laughs> Are we keeping tally? Yeah, it's just for my own personal sanity, really. At this point, like, I probably nobody cares, but I'm just like this. To me, it just is like just so grating. It's like nails on a chalkboard for some reason. I feel yeah. I'm that way with some things in life. It's just very like touristy, almost. Like it's just annoying because it's like, come on, Rue. Like 
please do a little more research. Like, especially now that we're invading all these countries with drag race. Like, I hope she's like not going into like RuPaul's down under and it's like crikey or right. some bullshit. Like, I hope please not. Please don't. <laughs> That's her man's homeland. I really hope not. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, just go for it, Ru. Just like, hello, governor. Oh, crikey. <laughs> we're back another week. She's like, put a shrimp on the barbie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh my gosh, like let's have tea and biscuits. Oh my gosh, we're so oh, English. Who wants a spot biscuits. of tea? Uh yeah. coffee. Ha, ha, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least learn the culture before you start your fracking <laughs> operation in Australia. <laughs> yeah. Girl. Oh, I'm all worked up, so let's keep going. <laughs> So, for this week's mini challenge, the girls have to take turns selling pastries. Who do you think did the best? I think the pit crew did the best. Ooh, I was liking um, the dark chocolate fellow the most. Yeah, he was yummy looking. <laughs> yeah, I liked him. I, I thought one was the, okay, but... I like the Brit crew. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah. they are so far. The, the whole lineup this season. I really liked Bimini, though. Like, Bimini was funny to me. Um, I thought it was like a s- very casual, the humor, like it made it even more funny because it didn't seem like they were trying that hard. So I feel like they've got some more tricks up their sleeves comedy wise. Yeah. And Tia, of course, makes me laugh all the time. Yeah. I, I really like Bimini's just, I mean, I don't know a ton about uh, Brexit, Brexit. And, and all that, but like, I just loved how it was like, she's like 49% lies, like despair. 40, 48% and, despair. And absolutely no good for anyone <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was really funny tia was really funny even though taste was like talking crap about her and the talking heads about her crawling on the floor too much yes it, it works taste leave her alone i like seeing tia on like crawling it's funny <laughs> yeah sorry you're not funny i don't know want, want. yeah sorry yeah. taste but also, I think that Lawrence did really well with the eclairs. Oh, yes. Lawrence was funny. Lawrence yeah. is really funny. Here's yeah, one for each of you guys. Now clean up this shit. <laughs> yeah, I thought I enjoyed Lawrence. I actually also enjoyed Ginny, though. I thought hers was pretty funny about sticking in the oven to tighten it up. Uh, Tighten oh up. yeah mm-hmm. yeah she was that. pretty funny too the chocolate starfish i think is what it was <laughs> yeah oh i laughed God. at that <laughs> i thought people that did not great were ellie <laughs> oh no Ugh. she's not funny bless her heart she tried the whole time i was like do 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 wins this over with <laughs> you're like waiting for nails to dry <laughs> yeah I didn't think taste was that great for someone that has so many opinions. Yeah. Yeah. She wasn't deaf. She was not near the top in this one, Queen. Yes. Um, I don't think Ahura did very well either because she spent the whole time talking about Lawrence. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was a wasted turn. Um, yeah. What about Veronica, though? I thought hers was like chaotic and weird but i kind of enjoyed it <laughs> i put veronica in the category that i titled people i didn't get yeah i didn't know what was going on i mean i didn't get it either but i was i was into it for some reason people seem to be enjoying it but i was like i guess like somewhere in between uncomfortable and just confused I was going to get my sage. Like, I didn't know if she was coming through the TV next or what. Yeah. I was like, oh, look at that little pipsqueak go. Like, she's fucking on it. Or, or I don't she, know. Was just like, she was just like, yes. <laughs> like, in a way that was like, are you turning into a demon now? Or? I've never seen her so animated. It's so strange. And, like, all of her veins were popping out of her neck. I was like, she might have medic medic <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of golden gifts from um queen veronica green yeah so i i guess really i have no opinion about veronica's i'm just confused my my opinion is a question mark <laughs> oh perfect i like that <laughs> so bimini wins this mini challenge so congratulations to you i think she deserved it very well yes. deserved i think lawrence could have won but lawrence has been winning a lot lately so they're like you know let's just toss somebody else in there mm-hmm. 
They saw the sparkle this week, so they gave it to Bemini. Bemini's yeah. been on a roll though, like on she the, has. the the runway mm-hmm. last week and and like even the both challenges this week. So yeah. good for her. And she's never really been in the bottom either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so in this week's maxi challenge, we all get to enjoy a little bit of morning glory. Now get your head out of the gutter, you minky old witches. These Ooh. girls will be recording a morning show live. No glory holes here. Damn. Yes. And this is, uh, is it, it's reminiscent of, is it season two or three where they have to like do a live newscast or something? Oh, I forget. Oh, what from se- the American season, you mean? Yeah. 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 I, I think it was season two because I remember Jujubee. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's right. Because they don't usually have to do live that very that much really on the newer seasons i think in season two i don't think it was live i think they just had to read a teleprompter yeah but i'm oh, not sure okay. yeah that was it yeah i think you're right actually you know similar but not quite the same <laughs> yeah <laughs> close but no cigar queen yes uh so because bimini she won the competition the mini challenge she gets to select her role and then I guess assign the rest of the, the roles to the girls. That part was a little bit, uh, there's a gray area in the instructions that RuPaul gave. So I wasn't sure, but then she started doling out the, the roles. <laughs> yeah. All I knew is that she got to assign them. Well, because Ru was like, then the rest of you girls can fight over them. But then they go and then she's assigning the roles. And so I was like, oh, okay. Like, I guess that means she gets to assign the roles and... Yeah, I'm almost wondering if she picked them and then they were just like, why don't you read through them and then we'll decide amongst ourselves. Yeah. And these queens are so much more nice than like the US queens. Mm-hmm. Like US were just like a bunch of bitches and the UK <laughs> yeah. they're much like more cordial. You know who the really nice one was? <laughs> Veronica. Because she was like, I'll just take whatever table scraps you got left. <laughs> Basically, she's like, I don't care. <laughs> She's like, whatever, I should be able to do anything, so just give me, like, whatever. And she was like, I'm going to wait and see what people don't want. I'm like, girl, there are two roles left and two queens left. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to wait for. You know what your role is. That's where Rue was like, that's an interesting strategy. <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. <laughs> I thought another interesting casting decision was to have Tia and Ahura work together as the Essex girls because they have been at odds this whole time kind of insulting each other and uh mostly ahora but <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was mostly from ahora towards tia but you know sometimes the universe has a way of pushing you into these scenarios you don't have to like the person that you work with or that you have to interact with for the day but uh you have to get the job done so make it happen be professional yes yeah it was i was a little worried for them there it just felt so awkward like when rue was talking to them it was like they're like yeah we're getting to know each other and they're like we don't really (laughs) like each other though so yeah (laughs) tia's like basic and stuff but we're working together (laughs) they're having that internal struggle they're like we know this is a test we're supposed to be mature this feels weird yeah (laughs) (laughs) horror's like i would never talk to you in real life (laughs) i'm just loving the storyline where like tia is slowly chipping away at ahura's like hard outer shell and tia's like we're just like this episode i'm just gonna make her be my friend basically i did i did enjoy all of that she's like i think i can be friends with ahura i think this is gonna happen I feel I feel a little nicer towards Ahura. Gosh, I'm becoming such a Tia Coffee stan. Like I Girl. love her so much. She's right? amazing. She's like my fave, like for real. Yeah, I mean I, I feel like I've been standing Tia pretty well so far this season. So I'm glad we're like more people are <laughs> catching on. I wonder if that translate also into you listeners. So if Tia's growing on you, let us know. Yes. If any of the queens from this season are um growing on you tell them to come on our show yeah tell them to wear their poison ivy bag oh my gosh it'd be so fun <laughs> like if one of them reached out we we don't know who's coming i would die if tia came on to the yeah. show people i would want the most on the show tia coffee tia, jenny lemon yes. yeah jenny's fun <gasps> totes bimini oh yeah bimini and like maybe veronica 
I would want to. I would want to Kiki with taste a little bit. Ooh, I want Estina. Let's. Can we get all the girls on the show, please? <laughs> Let's just host the reunion. I mean, we didn't even mention Lawrence. I feel like Lawrence would be fun oh, too. Lawrence oh, yeah. would be great. Yeah, we have to have Lawrence. Yeah, that would be so fun. Leave your skin dress at home, or not. <laughs> That was a fierce. <laughs> it was a fierce look. Yes. Uh, so then RuPaul does her table visits, and Ellie asks Ru why she doesn't say her name like Lawrence <laughs> Cheney. <laughs> and I think you know, like I've, one of the queens said it, but it, I think she's trying to say, "Why don't you say like I don't know Ellie Diamond?" Like that doesn't kind of her name doesn't work like that, and also no. her accent's not as strong as Lawrence either. Right. You don't want to force it either. Like you want to be your natural self as best you can. No, it just, it felt uncomfortable. It, this is the most uncomfortable. Well, two times I felt uncomfortable in the workroom before was <laughs> the time that um, plastic tiara got hugged by yeah. Rue. Oh, I'm your the- mother now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the pearl, like, what are you looking at or is whatever? There is there something on my face? face? Yeah, is, there, is there something oh on my, my face? God. Like, Ellie just added like a third time. I felt weird. Yeah. Well, I, maybe technically a fourth because I felt pretty weird during when she was trying to sell the pastries. Poor Stoney. Well, yeah. There were two. She had two moments in this episode. But I just meant oh, like no. like interactions between Rue and the contestant where it was oh, like okay. this. This is not like normal. Yeah. Like inside Rue's mind, she's like, maybe if you were more interesting, I could have more t- material to work off of. But all I got so far is shine bright like a diamond. So, like, maybe step it up, girl. Yeah. I don't know. So, then the girls go to record the Morning Glory show with UK Morning Show host Lorraine Kelly, who uh, is a little hard to understand. Can any of you t- out there listening tell us where her accent is from? Because I found her to be the most difficult to understand so far. And there is someone from Scotland <laughs> on this season. Ooh. I'm wondering if it's because she is like a TV personality. Like, because you know how like, an, like, at least in the US, like they want newscasters to not have an accent. So yeah. it's like maybe it's she's trying not to have an accent, but she does. So it's like she's like trained to mask it some way. Yeah, but it's like not masked in the way that we know an accent to be masked. I oh, guess. Like, oh, interesting. Like it's point. not mask for mask. Yeah, it's like mask for mask in like England. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like for a second, I was like, is she Irish? Like is she? I couldn't figure it out, but. Um, I really want to know because it was just really interesting the way she talked. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Morning Glory. Not that again, Babs, you pervert. <laughs> let's talk about the Morning Glory, the Morning Talk Show, the Talk Show in the Morning. That's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, I've sort of broken down the show into groups of people. So I guess we could talk first about the Gen Z partiers, Tace and Bimini. I definitely thought that Bimini stood out just a little more. Bimini has this natural kind of comedy about them. So it it felt more enjoyable to watch, or at least I kept getting pulled in their direction. Whereas Tace had little moments, but Tace has to come out of the um, trying to be fierce and pretty like 100% of the time, sometimes you have to like really commit to the comedy piece of it and just trust that you will still look fine. Yeah, that's, I I agree. I think Bimini is just, she never takes herself too seriously. Like it's just with Bimini, like they're just so good at just being wacky and fun. And like, definitely that was the perfect role for Bimini too. Like the Gen Z partier, because it's just like that's what Bimini is. Just like the wild. Um, what is the person from the um, the Muppets? The the drummer animal. The animal. That's like Bimini. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think yeah, Bimini definitely stood out. Not that taste was bad at all because right. um, there were no like down moments or no awkward mm-hmm. moments between the two. Yeah, I but, think they uh, had good yeah. chemistry as a team overall. Like they got through the challenge well together. Yeah, and and they did a good job of holding all the segments together, too, Mm because they got a little bit more time than uh, the others, maybe. Oh, true. Good point. 
because they were kind of like the um host right yeah yeah they were like the main host so they were the ones it was like always throwing it back to them and so that mm-hmm. was really they did a good job so next we have uh, the goth baking show with veronica and sister sister <laughs> womp, womp. oh my god <laughs> oh veronica girl what I don't know what that was, but sister, sister was about to murder your ass with that baking sheet. Yeah, she, yeah, she was about to get a a bowl, a rolling pin to the head. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this just I don't know. It felt so awkward, and even I don't know, like Veronica. Just it was almost like not. It wasn't really goth. Like it was more just like. I don't know. It could have been, but I think that nerves got to them because improv is not their strong suit. And like this look, they they totally could have been like a prissy goth person. I've met this person before. And but it wasn't like it was just poor chemistry too. Yeah, that too. And also like Sister Sister like didn't do well either. So I also get annoyed because Sister Sister was like oh well veronica just ruined everything and i'm like oh you kind of suck too sister sister so bratty about it yeah for sure (laughs) uh what what do we think next about the dragon nieces lawrence and ellie (laughs) um oh my gosh i'm trying to remember them this one was funny to me so this is like where they're putting on well lawrence is like they're taking phone calls and they're trying to talk about like the resting bitch face and I don't know. Lawrence, to me, stole the show. I thought Ellie kind of just stood there for the first half of it. And then it was funny, like, putting the makeup on. But Lawrence kind of just made it more funny by her, uh, like, facial reactions. Yeah, that's why I got lost. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, who am I searching for? Ellie. Like, Lawrence totally stole the show. Um, Again, very natural comedy. And Lawrence can just pick up on the energy in the room and the partner. And um, really knows how to connect to the audience through like ca- like the camera lens. Um, super major threat on this front because Stony is right. Like Lawrence did steal the show, and Ellie was just kind of a prop, in my opinion. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree. But I I'm just thinking that Ellie didn't do so bad that she would not be safe. Yeah, I think she was safe, but I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think she really added much value other than that she just didn't ruin the scene. Right. Right. Yeah. She yeah. she didn't she didn't pull a Veronica. Yeah, we yeah. weren't she wasn't horrible. She just faded into the background. Yeah. And it was funny, you know, uh Lawrence is riding the little bicycle out. And she's like, "Oh, I broke it." <laughs> that, that damn skirt. <laughs> Where are you going? That was good. So then we have the the people giving money tips from Essex, Tia, and Ahura. This was pretty funny. Um, Ahura surprised me and stole the show from Miss Tia. But I think um, part of that was Tia was just kind of, you know, letting Ahura shine, not saying she was holding back, but she didn't want to overstep the, overstep on the moment. Yeah, I thought both of them were really funny. I thought Tia was actually pretty funny. The problem was just Ahura was so funny, which surprised me. I didn't think Ahura would do that well, but yeah. she definitely played Dom like Essex girl very well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the one thing that was very distracting that Ahura had going on was the fact that she had foundation all over her white suit. Yeah. I, I noticed that. I was like, what I is that? that? I think there was like no part of her suit that did not have foundation <laughs> on it. Dude. Yeah. I, don't I noticed. Know. It was like brown cow stunning girl. I don't know how you did miss it. <laughs> I wonder though, if like, is that what, I mean, I don't know like Essex girls, right? Like maybe that was like part of the gag. Well, the, the Essex girl thing is that they're like tan tits and hair. So, just like all of her makeup was coming off on her on her suit so maybe it was a spray tan yeah that's what i'm wondering like maybe that's the gag like they just have so much shit that they just like it's always on their like maybe i don't know i didn't get that storyline but i was just like (laughs) girl there is shit all over your outfit i love how she um put the glitter on her boobs and she was like oh i look like tinkerbell i (laughs) love glittery titties If we have like any listeners from the UK that like could suggest like a show to watch that would explain Essex girls, I would love to know because <laughs> I really want to like understand them. 
I just always think of um, Cheryl Hole from season one. Yes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Like there has to be a reality show out there though, right? That I could, okay, you watch this season, you'll understand what, what it's about. Would there yeah. be any Essex girls on that Geordie Shore show? Well, I think you should watch some Gemma Collins. Yeah, we need, we need to figure this out. So by the time Drag Race UK 3 is here, then I'll like be like, I'm ready for the ex- Essex yeah. uh, girl challenge. Yeah, we're going to watch the GC in our off time. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So last but not least, we have our Australian weather girl, Jenny Lemon. (laughs) Oh, Jenny, I wanted it to be funny. It just felt like a giant like run on sentence. Unfortunately, I feel like if they took a breath in between some of what they were saying, it would have landed a little better. Because there was some funny stuff in there, but it just kept going and it kept going and it kept going. Yeah. And see, that's, I really enjoyed watching Jenny. Like, you can tell, like, she really is good at, like, improv and she's really good at getting into the character. But yeah, it was just a little too chaotic. Like, I, I was laughing during it, but I can see what the judges were saying that it needs to be like, like, we needed to understand what was happening. It was just like, too much all at once and it was very confusing to watch but like also it was kind of hard to tell if that was just how it was edited yeah because it just was like i'm like what else is she supposed to do they just keep throwing stuff all over her well yeah that's true too because to me it was like the script like i don't know what script they were given or right there was a script that they should have been working off of but it was like it was like there was no like weather you well, know what I, was, I mean? Like, I was going to say, surely she had a prompter or something like the other girls did, right? So, yeah, I feel like, I mean, we're going to get into the fan theories, but I feel like we we did not see some shit that happened this episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll talk about it. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> Ooh, fan theories. Where have I been? Yes, girl. I don't know where you've been. Making my way downtown. <laughs> not that, girl. <laughs> um so yes then we are you know uh, i don't know something's happening but i was like i wrote down in my notes why is sister sister always blaming other people for her doing bad and then like 15 seconds later there's like a talking head of lawrence cheney saying the same thing and i was like oh my fucking god i feel so validated Oh yeah, when went yeah, I have lots of thoughts about sister sister. No, I said the same damn thing. I told Jamal, I was like, why is sister sister always blamed somebody else? It was like she did just as bad. Like Yeah. You should like I get it, Veronica sucked, but that doesn't mean you are at the same like you could make it better. Right. And you did not make it better. You so lift sorry. your team up, you did not make it better, and why are you sitting here bitching about it? Do we really need to rub the salt in the wound that much? Like, like what is it really going to do? She is so insufferable to me. <laughs> like, for real. Like, I mean, she can go, really. I'm just, I'm, over I'm annoyed it. that she's still yeah. in the competition. <laughs> Same. And no matter how hard they try with this story about how Sister Sister feels like weird, like saying things and interrupting people or whatever. Sorry, girl. That's not like... I don't know. Interesting. I don't want to be mean about it, but I just, yeah, I think like, I'm just, she's not my fave. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting like another inner saboteur storyline here. And I'm just like, okay, (laughs) I guess we'll see. Cause woo character flaw. Yes. So then we go down another path of emotions here. Uh, Ahura says that she insults herself so that when she gets critiques, they don't hurt as much. Oh my gosh. This made me feel really sad for Ahura. And I don't take back anything I've said about Ahura, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is this is real shit here. When people lash out and make comments and go after people the way that Ahura does, it's usually because there's something pretty major underlying that's going on with them personally. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely sad. I like I Going into the episode, the preview made it seem like Ahura was going to be this like evil like biatch, right? <laughs> and it was like the opposite of that this episode. So I don't know. It was good to like hear her backstory and understand like who she is and like why she 
it's is a def- the way she is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a defense mechanism. Definitely. It's like part of me wants to not give her the credit yet because it's like I want to see if she is like sincere about what she's saying like throughout the competition. Like, is she going to continue to say these awful things in, in the talking heads or is she going to now be sisterly with her sisters? Oh, I support that, especially after 2020, y'all. Like, we need to, we can't just have apologies and everything's fine. We need to see the action, regardless of what it is. Um, words only go so far. Let's, we need to see the people do the work. That's right. Yeah. But also, too, on the same level, I could sort of relate to Ahura because I feel like I have, like, well, not, not necessarily anymore, but, like, maybe, like, in college time, like, I had the defense mechanism where I would just kind of be, like, uh insulting of myself that way when i wasn't getting attention from guys like i was just like already prepared for it in a way Mm. so i could sort of relate to her on that aspect of it and i was like damn like why are you trying to make you why are you trying to make me like you (laughs) ahora yeah well it's almost taking the notion of you know you being your own worst enemy and putting it up on some kind of twisted pedestal because well I'm doing this and fuck what everyone else is saying. So it's, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get why it would work in the moment. Yeah. But then, yeah. Ahura tells Tia like what she said about her. And Ahura says she doesn't have many drag friends because she's a sour faced bitch. And I think honey, you may have fancied too many slices because she's (laughs) real sour. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but um but yeah so then you know eventually <laughs> this is this is the part that i felt bad about is they cut to her completely like bawling her eyes out in the talking head and i started laughing really hard <laughs> no <laughs> because it was like she was talking about sad things but like we weren't at that sad. level of <laughs> We weren't at that level of crying yet. So the fact that it's just like a kind of like sad, but like rational conversation. And all of a sudden she's like, and I was just like, what the fuck? Well, maybe they've never had to face it. And now they're like, oh, great. This is going to be on TV. I'm not even saying this is like a reflection of a horror. Like, it's just how they edited it. It was just so funny because it was just like, I I didn't feel like we were at completely bawling our (laughs) eyes out yet. And then all of a sudden we were there. You're like, whoa, yeah. hard left. Yeah. I was just like, I was like, oh, I'm an asshole, but that's fine. <laughs> um, but then eventually Ahura and Tia do hug it out. I thought that was just a nice moment. Warm and fuzzies. I like those. I like those yes. a lot. I'm totally looking forward to the storyline with Tia and Ahura becoming best friends and Tia finding all of the positive traits out of um, Ahura. Yeah. And making them come to light. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you all. So I guess it's time for the runway. So let's take a break. We're going to go get our slices. (laughs) Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to our podcast so far. Thanks for coming. Right now, we're probably refilling our drinks or maybe even gluing down our lashes again. While you wait, here's some things that you should check out. Yeah, remember everyone, you can email us, tfcpod at gmail.com and um, tfcpod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Oh, and one more thing. You're not my real dad, and you never will be. Anyways, back to the show. We're live in WandaVision. (laughs) Wanda's not playing this episode. No. She sure isn't. All right, you guys, welcome back to our Honesty Spill of the Week. We are, of course, back, back, back again to recap the runway. That's right. We're talking fashion, baby. It's time for the looks. Time for Monster Mash. Yes. This week's category is Monster Mash Up. Some of the girls had one and some didn't. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, which looks stood out to you? Lawrence was very on point for me. I like the detail and the kind of simplicity of the outfit, but you still look at, you can look at it and say it's simple, but look at all the detail and attention to detail on this look. And I love the makeup. I love the hair with everything. It was really, really cute to me. Yes. As you know, this is a Tia Stan account. So uh, (laughs) (laughs) I really enjoyed Tia's look. I think this is one of her strongest looks this season, actually. 
And totally. I loved, it was like her take, I guess. It was sort of Medusa with the snakes. I, I guess she was a voodoo priestess. Yeah. Priestess. <laughs> so, I don't know. I really liked this. I thought there was a lot of good detail with it. And yeah. I loved like the face paint and stuff. So, I just... To me, it was like one of her better looks, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, she sort of got those like Medusa snakes coming out, but they're dead because she's like the voodoo priestess. Yes, like I feel like she was so close to being in the top this week. It was just like, yeah, just not quite there. I yeah. did enjoy um, taste, but I did think it was a safe look. You know, we know you're a beautiful taste. I like the story. But what was her second look? She was the bride of Frankenstein, was one, and then the vampire. She had the oh. vampire teeth in and the blood I, on her face. She didn't explain it very well. Yeah, it didn't read very well. Like, I mean, she brief she touched on it in the story, but I agree it didn't read very well. It was just yeah. like gorgeous hair and a beautiful flowing gown. Yes. But, <laughs> yeah. But for as bad as Veronica did in the challenge, I really did enjoy her runway look. That was fun. It was different. There was really good use of the prosthetics, too. Yeah. Yes. Like Medusa pig. Yeah, I thought it was a really smart look. And honestly, I think that's what kept her safe was that look, even though I could have said she should have been in the bottom. (laughs) Yeah, I have thoughts about that that we can discuss in a minute here. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I thought that horror was okay. Horror, just the problem was it was no like, like it was just like she had the brain but other than that there was not what like what was the second monster it wasn't supposed to be elvira or something she was a zombie yeah she had like the one kind of grayed out eye contact lens like it just needed to be more like don't be afraid to get ugly ahora it's fine like use your imagination and run with it what do we think of ellie diamond's green goblin boot 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 it's Bye. a boot. <laughs> well then, I'm tired of the chaps. It did not look good. Really, we I don't know. know. Thick thighs save lives, but we need something else. <laughs> I feel like I was watching a Power Rangers episode from the 90s. <gasps> yeah, I'm looking in this professional <laughs> picture of her um, that she posts on her Instagram, and I can see like some strings like coming off of her chaps. No, like not finished well strings. Trim your garments. Yeah, but you know what the funny thing is, too, is I couldn't tell she's wearing a bodysuit or she just had her pubes out again this week. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I was like, is that the bodysuit or... <laughs> I don't know, girl. What do we think about Sister Sister's real werewolf mummy? I wasn't reading werewolf anywhere, and that ponytail could have been ages thicker i mean yeah i actually thought this was probably one of the better things that sister sister has done but i don't think it was my favorite look either like it was just kind of like i don't know it's just kind of mud to me but yeah I did, it was like you did look. the challenge right but it right was like not great <laughs> but it was honestly to me one of her better looks that she's given us this season i'll give her that i did enjoy watching her move in it i like that she was in character and that the mummy still had a wrapped heel on yeah what do you think about bimini her little devil pl- uh pinup playboy devil stress <laughs> Bimini is like on a tightrope right now because she can't do too many more things, in my opinion, that reveal too much. Like the judges just want to make sure that she can give us like more of what we saw in the Who Wore It Best challenge. Like we love seeing that from her. I thought that she looked fine. You know, some attention to detail would have helped, like the lashes and maybe just blending that makeup a little more. But um, yeah, don't rely on that body too heavy, girl. I don't know. I feel like with Bimini, it's like her drag sometimes can be a little like sloppy, like just, and Michelle said it kind of like the attention to details. You know what I mean? Like it's like the little editing moments, like the, the prosthetic that she put like on her face, I felt like looked awkward to me. Well, it hit her brow and you're right. Like that's what Michelle was saying. Like if she would have had a lash, it would have kind of saved it. And we would have seen like, Oh, there are your eyes. But then she just looked like she was kind of just had a built-in hood or something. Yeah. I thought it was okay, but definitely more one of the bottom 
towards the bottom looks in my opinion okay I, I don't know that I... I think I like it a little bit more than these two, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, I um, thought it was cute. Yeah, it is cute. I think I think she's, like, sort of going for, like, this more, like, punk sort of thing, which is, you know, like, why she is so good friends with Jenny, because they sort of have, like, the similar sort of, like, approach. But, yeah, I mean, I didn't... I don't know. That's kind of what I took it. I thought it was more punk and you know i didn't think that the hair needed to be nicer or whatever i thought that i didn't think that was the point of her look but i could be completely wrong so maybe you guys can weigh in and let us know what you think yeah and speaking of punks let's talk about jenny lemon (laughs) i wasn't crazy about this yeah you know i I like the look but i don't i don't understand the mashup yeah that's my thing is that i didn't really understand the mashup i thought this was a fun look though like it was very like, ra- you know, like the radioactive and how it's like, it's no longer yellow, but it's kind of like the greenish color. Like I thought was fun, like play. Basically. Yeah, I don't know. It felt a little flat to me. Maybe it's but, because I wasn't feeling the mashup. I mean, Jenny doesn't give us like the most amazing looks. Like it's kind of like Baga in a way where it's just kind of like, it's more about the character that comes out rather than like the actual drag itself. Right. Cause, cause I mean, you know, Jenny's not a look queen, but like she's a comedy queen. So I think that she was playing very camp and I mean, I'm not saying like her look was like stellar or anything like that, but, um, I think, I don't know. I feel like she did enough in the challenge and the runway to be safe. Maybe like, you know how they do the bottom three? Like, I feel like she would be like the first safe one, like the one safe just above the bottom two, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I I agree with you. I think there's some like weird shenanigans on this episode again. Yeah, I thought yeah. that <laughs> yeah, I thought Veronica got a major pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh well in tucked in untucked, all the girls do say that Veronica should be going home this week. So I think we're all on the same page. And she does get upset because she says, well, they don't know what we're capable, what I'm capable of and blah, 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 blah. Right. And, and this is when we kind of like get introduced to the thought of Veronica being in her own little drag race. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, of course, like there has to be one queen. That's like the Tracy flick of the group. That's like, I have to be the best. I'm the best. Buy a button. Here's a button. Have a cupcake. Maybe um, maybe this is her like um, Cheryl moment where she's like, I am a star. Maybe. And that's great to have that, you know, self-confidence. Like we know you can do those things. But right now, like what we're being judged on tonight, sis, it wasn't it. Yeah, I totally agree. Lawrence does win the challenge. So congratulations. I feel like she did really well in the in the morning show and did mm-hmm. really good on the runway. So I feel like that's deserved. Totally. Agreed. Lawrence is a force. These queens need to watch out. What is this? Two in a row? Yeah, this is two in a row. Yeah. Two ka-ching, think, ka-ching. Cause did Astina, did she have two wins? Or one. She, one. she just had one, but she was yeah. at the top the other time. Mm-hmm. So the first two time winner then. Yeah. Yep. First two badges winner. So we'll see what happens. Um the bottom two are Sister Sister and Jenny Lemon. Like I said, I feel like I feel like the bottom two should have been Sister Sister and Veronica. Yeah, I think that whole team could have just been the bottom two to keep things simple since the whole episode we're pairing the queens off, you know, just make it the bottom group and have it be that because, yeah, I think Jenny did well enough to be safe. That's Yeah, I agree with you. And like I said, like Veronica got was safe because of her look, but honestly, like Veronica... They don't sh- usually factor that in though. Right, like Veronica should have been in the bottom and it's just frustrating to me because... If they were going to do Ginny this way this week, just they should have just gotten rid of her last week because, like, we got rid of Astina because, like, you know what I mean? Like, we should just put Ginny in the bottom because her look last week was right. terrible. And that was the main challenge was to, like, design your own shit. And she just, like, f- did terrible at it. So it's like, why did we even keep her around? If, and, like, Michelle was even just like, we, there's nothing else we can see from Jenny. It's like, you just now determined that from this episode. Like, 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the way it should have played out was Veronica and Sister Sister should have been in the bottom, and then Veronica wins, and Sister Sister goes home. That would have been the most ideal. Yes. That would have been a really satisfying ending. Amen. <laughs> I, I would have been like more excited. I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I know. Yay. Bye, sister. <laughs> yeah, that's the ending I wanted. Bye, sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it was really weird. It, it's just like... I feel like the maybe drag race isn't the um isn't the spot for Jenny maybe because I mean I really loved her on the show. I love her aesthetic. Y'all know this is my type of drag that I like, but Jenny is very like punk and she wants to do what she wants and not like follow the rules. So I feel like because of that, I feel like maybe the judges were like not feeling her cuz she wasn't like she wasn't like barking when they wanted her to bark. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. But I mean, you know, on the flip side, you know what you sign up for when you're going on RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, with that being said, I do agree. I think that maybe this just isn't the space for Jenny. And she figured that out because, of course, you get the call and you're like, oh, my gosh, yes. But then you get in it and it's something different. And it sounds like they just found out they have this life-changing illness before they got on the show. That's why their shoes are the way that they are. And they're still going through, like, you know, their personal shit. So maybe this just wasn't the time for Jenny to have that kind of pressure. And she had to hit the eject button. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the uh, the bottom two they performed to uh, "You Keep Me Hanging On" by Kim Wilde. This was not the original version of the song. You know, this is a Supreme song, Miss Diana Ross, who yes, Rue loves, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so then uh, you know the lip sync starts, and Jenny walks promptly to the back of the stage and right out <laughs> of the studio. Uh, Jenny is out. I mean. I get it. It's her choice to make. You know, we can all be mad at her for taking someone's spot who wanted to be there. But I think there was a point in time Jenny wanted to be there. And then it just did not. It didn't turn out to be what she had hoped or what she needs right now at this moment in their life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My thing is like, I feel like we're going to get into the fan theories or whatever, but I feel like she was probably just frustrated with some of the critiques and Mm -hmm. like she is friends with sister, sister, like they had bonded. And I think she's just Jenny's somebody that marches to like the beat of her own drum. Right. So like, she's just going to do it how she wants to do it. And honestly, like, I don't see it as like, I mean, I guess it is a quit, but it's kind of like, it's kind of, what to me, it's like, what's the difference between that and Charlie, like Charlie being out there and not even doing anything at least like jenny made her own path and just was like you know what i'm just gonna walk the fuck off during the lip sync and like everyone's gonna remember this now yeah well and see that's the thing is i'm torn because obviously i wanted jenny to fight and stay because i love jenny but at the same time like it's so fucking punk to just be like like the message is so clear like I'm not playing your games. I'm walking right out of here. Like, you know, there's no like dilly dallying around and then just walking off the stage or there's no like lip sync, like bad lip sync. And the Jenny's like, oh, I am eliminating myself. There was none of that. It was just a very clear message. Like, fuck you. I'm not playing by your rules. I'm like this like punk drag queen and I came here to fuck shit up. And I don't know. And, and I appreciate that, too, because that's my aesthetic too (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i see all the angles of course and it yeah that is pretty badass but yeah i don't know read the room i mean you know what you signed up for i'm fine with it because honestly i don't think the jenny lip sync would be that any like anything that i would really want to see anyway oh damn well that says something else too well Well, i'm just saying like (laughs) it's i'm not she's not gonna be out here like (laughs) doing tricks like out there or anything well, crazy shit, if you're not excited to see her then i guess she should just walk off stage <laughs> that's not what i'm saying you know what i mean like we're I'm not gonna have like you. a monet exchange you. like lip sync is what i'm saying that's gonna be like full of all kinds of like shenanigans no stunts basically is yeah. what you're saying yes yeah she doesn't seem like a stunt lip syncer no we're not getting a bun- bunch of death drops or anything i would crazy never like that. i would well, never she has fibromyalgia so <laughs> right <laughs> lady gaga has that too yeah yeah um so yeah sister sister gets to finish the lip sync by herself 
and uh, just sort of having fun, feeling her oats with her little little patch of ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> that ponytail is so small. Yeah. But hey, good for her for, you know, proving that she deserved to stay. Like she's going to earn her spot. So kudos for her for doing the whole performance. Yes. All right. I feel like now we get to talk about the Ginny Lemon fan theories. Let's do it. Yes. I want to hear your fan theory first, Stoney. Well, my thing is, I feel like something got edited out during the critiques because we've heard all season long, or the rumor has been that a queen went off on RuPaul and there was like a huge argument. And I feel like that had to been, it had to have been Ginny Lemon and it must have been edited out because it just didn't make sense that she was in the bottom like and i feel like she probably got sassy with the judges and the judges said fuck you we're putting you in the bottom that's my fan theory that's sort of what i've been hearing i've been talking to a couple listeners and so basically the fan theory is that jenny like basically goes off on rupaul and they convinced her to actually film the lip sync again and to like have her come back so that so that she doesn't make a she looks better b rupaul looks better that way no one's being like fuck you rupaul like i mean we don't know what happened but you know but then jenny still gets to walk off the stage immediately and make her point and yeah so that's oh, like so ca- you mean so you mean that basically once rue said jenny you're in the bottom jenny went off and she didn't yeah. really do the lip sync or whatever yeah, and, she was and, just like, fuck you, I'm leaving, basically. And this then they're like, okay, tea. you need to refilm this and just you can just like walk off. Yeah, they were like, yeah, I feel like they did that. They went off and maybe there was like a, they called break on production or something. But I think they were like, you know, talk to Jenny and we're like, you know, we really think that, you know, you can still like walk off or whatever, do your thing. But like, we feel like this doesn't paint you or ruin a good light. So let's record this again. That kind of makes sense to me, actually. Yeah, that tracks. Because also, like, because RuPaul basically doesn't look surprised at all about Jenny le- leaving. She doesn't look upset about oh, yeah, Jenny leaving just, at all. She just gives you a couple eyebrows and a, a head tilt, and that's all you get. Yeah. So there was, like, not the typical reaction you would get from RuPaul. And also, Sister Sister doesn't seem very surprised either. She's just like, whatever, like, I'm doing my own little performance. That's true, because at the end, I was like, oh, are they just being cute when they were like, did I win? Or what yeah. did they say? Do I stay? And then they were like doing this whole like fake award ceremony acceptance. Yeah. There's something yeah. going on that we did not see. Because the other thing is too is Michelle said in the critiques like we have to give Ginny props because she is trying to go out of her box. But there was no narrative in this episode about that. So mm. I mean they were talking about that last week but there was mm-hmm. no narrative this episode where Rue's like Jenny you need to keep pushing yourself or whatever so maybe Rue's like like there was that was cut out and Rue's like push yourself more and then she tried and then she got eliminated put up for elimination and Jenny's like well I was doing fine before I started listening to your critiques Mm. yeah I yeah there has to be something going on because isn't there somebody on Twitter that like knows like Jenny like that was tweeting with you or or maybe, uh, or maybe it was they have Ginny Lemon in their like um, avatar or something. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my UK Judies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And maybe yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they had inside tea or not. But yeah, I'll reach out. <laughs> but the other thing that I noticed too is Ginny posted on Instagram a cover of her singing the lip sync song, and. Um, she's sort of doing like this, like like faux quarter, like um, Imogene Heap sort of like rendition. Some, um, oh, what's her name? Why am I blanking? Kate Nash version of it. Mm. And so then, like at the end of the song, though, she kind of like ch- is changing the lyrics, and she's going. I love. Imogen I'll, I'll insert a clip of it too, but she's saying something like. Oh, like you were use you were just using me. You were just using me. You were just using me. And then at the very end, she goes, "Well, guess what? I was just using you too." Yeah. 
<laughs> and she's like deadpan in the camera like she's trying to send a message but also there was an interview and i don't remember what magazine it was but they were like why would you do that like is that or they they asked maybe like is that how it happened when you were taping and jenny says well for legal reasons i have to say yes oh so that's another <laughs> clue that, like, something else, this is not how it went down. Yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. get on Reddit and find the tea. Oh, you know there's NDAs involved. There has to be, like, something. Because there has been, like... Because they're not allowed to talk about there's taping. There's been tea about the season. Like, I knew that they were, like, in the middle of COVID. So, like, so, yeah, there has to be somebody that, like, is spilling the tea about this somewhere. Well, I think there's NDAs, but I feel like we, I I just hope we find out eventually, like what really happened. I feel like we will. Like it just it won't come from any of the queens' mouths, but it'll leak in a way that can't be yeah. traced back to the queens. We've seen it happen before. Yeah, the hive has plenty of times. I want to know. I'm just I'll keep looking in the meantime to see if I can find anything else. But those are just sort of like the few little theories I have. Oh, interesting. I had, or little like, clues. I hadn't thought about any of that. Like, I totally forgot about the rumors of the queen exploding. So yeah. when I was watching this, I was just like, oh, she's out. Yeah. <laughs> she, she dropped the no. mics. Seacrest out, girl. She said <laughs> no. But even still, I did feel like Sister Sister's reaction was like a little off. Like, Yeah. A lot of the reactions were kind of off. Like, Yeah. Now it's like all flooding back into my mind. Yeah. So Ooh. I want to know. There's some... There's some like dark web shit that we need to get into here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry, Stony. Spinoff pod, TFC investigates. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, I guess we should switch over to the fantasy league. Stony. Stony, come back. Why? Stony's for this is a podcast. Stony's walking out of the room. Oh, well, I, I guess we're done then or whatever. Oh, I'm back actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. We got. We got Sony to come back. Oh, thank God. Sorry. Alternate ending. I was just very like annoyed with you during this podcast. I felt like you had that effect on people. So (laughs) you weren't really appreciating my talents. And I don't know. I'm back to re-record this and I'll pretend that I'm still here. Do it for the listeners. (laughs) Yeah. Do it for the listeners. All right, Baroness Basic. Let us know (laughs) what... The fantasy league is looking like. <laughs> well, okay, so I'm in last place with a hundred points. Uh oh. Jamal is in second place <gasps> with 115. <gasps> Ooh. So that means Seth is in first with 135 points because Lawrence yes. Cheney keeps winning everything. Lawrence Cheney <laughs> uh, is on uh, fire. I got a good team. <laughs> I will give it to you, Queen. Like, Lawrence is slain, and I am loving to see it. Yes, Mom. We, we got a good team going on over here. I'm very excited for the UK Fantasy League. We don't know the Season 13 Fantasy League. She does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> Only Link Tritos. Girl, one of these days I'm going to win one of these, but yes. probably not happening in this cycle of Drag Race. Uh. Yeah. Well, maybe Season 13, but maybe not UK. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not uk yeah sony hasn't won a fantasy league yet right i don't think so we've oh been doing gosh. them for a long time too <laughs> i've never oh won any no. of them well this is awkward <laughs> i was just thinking too like our our um meet the queens i was like so off this time i was like Lawrence cheney sucks i was I like was i love sister sister i was off base too <laughs> you're the only one <laughs> Yeah, so I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, I was way off this season. Yeah, that's okay. We have plenty more coming. There's like three more seasons coming in 2021. Right. For real. Maybe next time we'll make it our goal to have Stony win. Yeah, we'll just intentionally pick bad ones so that Sony gets all the like super <laughs> stat queens. <laughs> I'm going to like switch it up here like in a 
I don't know. Maybe next cycle I'll change up the rules a little bit. Ooh, stay tuned, everybody. Facelift. Yes, girl. Well, thank you all for coming again for another fun episode of TFC Conspiracies podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we, of course, will be back, back back again next week we're not sure how we're gonna cover the uh, quarantine episode yet we want to watch it first and see if it's worth talking about <laughs> yeah 100 percent. so yeah stay tuned though two uk episodes next week one episode of season 13 will of course be dropping a season 13 recap in your podcast feeds tomorrow so Make sure you catch up and stay caught up and we'll just have lots of fun. That's right. Find all things you need TFC at thanksforcomingpodcast.com. Thank you in advance for your reviews and ratings. Yes. Until next week. Bye. 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 Stony, come back. We're not quite done yet. Why are you leaving again? Fancy a slice. She gone, girl. <laughs>